been waiting for this day for a long time. Oh, boy! Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Disney Underground, your experimental podcast of tomorrow. I'm your host, Gene, and this is episode 18, and the date is December 21st, 2020. And this will be our last show of 2020. We won't be back until January 11th of 2021. So enjoy this uh, this last bit of us for the year. Uh, joining us later today will be Phil and Jeremy of Cast Conversations podcast. So we'll have them on. And also coming up a little bit later on the episode, we'll be discussing our favorite Christmas movies. Uh, and we'll also have the latest Disney news and what you can expect on Disney Plus on Christmas Day, December 25th. And uh, in the meantime, let's get into that Disney Underground roll call. Coming in first, our besteners of the Midwesterners, Dan and Steph. What's up? Hi. Hi. Ho. You should have gave us a merry hi ho. Well, I gave it's you the, the Christmas ho-ho episode ho-ho at the end of it. He did. He did kind of stretch the hole. Fair enough. Ho-ho. Fair enough. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just, I'm just asking for too much. And I'll get what we want this year, Gene. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't yet. Why start now? <laughs> oh. Wow. And then we got from sunny Miami. We're all freezing in the northeast in the central north. Poor Joey has to suffer through 70 degree weather. Yeah, hey, hey. I'm uh I'm glad to be back. And uh yes, we are. It is now 70 degrees. Oh yeah. No, you I- kidding me? the best time of year here. I feel bad for you having to deal with 70 degree weather right now. Like, what is it like to not have any seasons? That must be horrible. Well, it's simple. I'm not shoveling snow <laughs> and I don't have two inches of ice on my uh, driveway. <laughs> so you, you should have seen me try to shovel it. I almost broke my neck. I'm skating around like I'm on, like I don't know how to ice skate, which I don't know how to ice skate, but I mean like- You have cameras on the front of your house? That's usually when you get the best video. I'm oh. just- it was the worst. It was the worst. The whole time I was shoveling, they don't have this stuff in Florida. Oh, I got a puddle in front of my house from the sprinklers. I mean, we're just. Oh. I wouldn't. Wanna... <laughs> oh. It's so rough in Miami. I know. Shorts and tank top all day today. Just saying. That sounds like the worst. <laughs> all right. Well, this week we have a cool sponsor. Macy Makes Magic. They're a small shop. They make Disney-themed ears, and you can find them on Instagram at Macy underscore makes underscore magic and on Etsy at Etsy.com slash shop slash Macy Makes Magic. They are also our giveaway for the trivia question this week. So you have a chance to get the trivia question right. You have a chance to win a pair of ears, Disney-themed ears from Macy Makes Magic. Uh, Dan and Steph, why don't you let us know the uh, way to enter? Make sure you are following our Instagram at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle. Send us a DM with the trivia question answer. The correct answer enters you in the drawing with a chance to win the prize. And one lucky winner will be selected from all contestants with the correct answer. The winner will be announced on the next episode, which will be uploaded on January 11th. You can answer from right now until Thursday, January 7th, 6 p.m. Eastern, and good luck. Good luck. Good luck, guys. And they actually have a little bit of extra time than typical since we will be on a little bit of a Christmas and New Year break. Uh, Joey, why don't you let them know the question this week? All right. This week's trivia question is, on our last episode, which was uploaded on December 14th, we had a special guest, Lou Mangiello, on our show. What did we say was the name of his latest book? Ah, and it's fabulous, guys. 
I, yeah, I got it. I, I, won't, I don't want to say what it's about because that kind of gives it away, but it's really, it's really, um, for anyone that's a Disney fan like we are, it's very oh, cool. I'll definitely check that out. Definitely check it out. I'll tell you guys about it off the air so we don't give away the name. Okay. So, okay. So joining us on the program right now, we have Emily, Emily Lartigue from Cast Member Pantry. How are you doing, Emily? Hey, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Well, it was so glad to have you on. I think it's so important what you're doing right now, especially this time of year. And just give us a quick rundown. How did you get started? Like, what was the process? Like, what made you say, hey, we got to do something? Yeah, so it was actually early March. So this was before the furloughs and before the layoffs happened at Disney. I was assisting some college program cast members moving out of their housing. Um, And this was at the time where if you think about early March, everyone was going and loading up on groceries. No one quite knew exactly what this pandemic was going to mean for us, especially in the United States. Um, But Disney decided to um, send the college program cast members home, you know, so they could be with their families and figure it out instead of being stuck in the dorm type housing that Disney has. And a lot of them had just loaded up, right? They had just gone to the store, they had loaded up on the toilet paper, paper towels, canned foods. And so I kind of saw an opportunity to keep it within our Disney family. And so I kind of started it out of my garage and I was like, hey, if anybody knows anybody in need right now that's just having a difficult time stocking up on extra groceries, like we have some that were left over from college cast members. And then it just exploded. Like when I say it exploded, like within a week, I outgrew my garage and was needing to look for a storage unit because everybody was saying, how can we help? We want to jump in. And then about three weeks after we started is when the furloughs happened. And then we grew even exponentially after that. Everyone wanted to help out. So it was a total accident, um, but the best accident I could ever be a part of. It's such a blessing what you guys do really is. Uh, how would you say, how many how many cast members have you guys helped so far? So we're really excited because we actually just expanded into California as well. So we've served um, right at 10,000 appointments so far in Florida. And then we just hit our 1,000 cast members served in California this past week. Um, and we still have about three to 400 more of them on the wait list. And what a wait list means is we're going to get to you. You're guaranteed you're going to get groceries. It just may take us a week or two turnaround to get you a delivery date. Um, but we partnered with Instacart for that. So in California, we just ordered the groceries via our app and they're delivered straight to the cast member store. Oh, wow. So yeah, right, right to the house. That's awesome. So what kind of donations do you guys accept? I know you um, you mentioned like a lot of the canned goods and the paper yeah. goods. What else? So we have an Amazon wish list. And what we've done, so for the whole month of December, we're actually handing out gift cards with our bags for our cast members. So we try to add like a little special magic in there when we can. So for the month of December, we chose Amazon gift cards. For the month of November, we handed out grocery store gift cards or additional food. So we had um, a bunch of Pizza Hut locations reach out to donate Pizza Hut gift cards and Domino get, Domino's did the same thing. So each month we just try to hit a different little extra pixie dust is kind of what we call it. So yeah, so we've done that. And then um, we also take donations via Venmo. So we have a username at Cast Member Pantry. And we also have a PayPal account, which you can find us with Pantry at gmail.com or email. And now you were at, you were, you worked at Disney World, correct? Yes. And I am so blessed to have my job. I'm working from home for probably the foreseeable future, but yes, I'm, I'm still working. What do you do for this? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah, I work in um, HR and a function called organization development. So we do a lot of management consulting on change management. Uh, So when big changes happen across the company, how do we navigate that? Who does it impact? And then also some organizational design and leadership structure and probably boring terms, (laughs) but that's what I do. Cool. Very cool. So if you're a cast member and you're in need, how can you apply? Like if this cast members that, you know, they just may have just gotten laid off or maybe they just got to that point where now maybe they would reluctant to, to, to use the, um, what you guys provide. If they're yeah, at that point so- now, how can they, how can they sign up? Okay, so if you're a cast member in need, um, how you're going to register is you're going to email us at castmemberpantry at gmail.com. 
If you're an East Coast-based cast member, you're going to click the East Coast link. If you're a West, uh, West Coast-based cast member, you can click the West Coast link. It doesn't matter where you're living currently right now in the United States. Um, we partner with Instacart, so we are able to have groceries delivered to you at your door. Um, and that includes our Alani cast members out in Hawaii as well. I actually have a question. Stephanie yeah. is who is with us <laughs> on the podcast wants to know: Are the are, are they hiring any new Dapper Dans? Would you have any inside scoop on that? I wish I had any inside scoop on that. Um, I don't. I mean, they're one of my favorite to go see. I can tell you that at Magic Kingdom. But it's strange for me because I haven't been to the parks in the year 2020, and that just oh. blows oh. my mind. Oh, right? So it it just doesn't even feel right. And I live like I can see Magic Kingdom fireworks from my house. Oh. So it just oh, does not feel right in the soul, you know? <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you know Stephanie, you, you'll see she's got very many photo bombings in the Dapper Dan outfits behind the Dapper Dan's. I think it might have happened so often that there may be a restraining order soon to come. <laughs> Stephanie, you sound like a fun park friend. Like, let's hit up the parks one day. It'll be a great yes. time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, please. Yes, our souls are hurting, too, because we're not there and... We're not so weird. Here. Oh, it's got to be so horrible for you. Yeah, we usually end up there about this time of year. So it's, exactly. I think all of us do. Yeah. yeah. We're there on my birthday a lot. What's Realizing that? People, I think that's one huge blessing too, is like how much people love Disney. And people realize when they love Disney that the cast members are the ones that are really making that Disney magic come to life for them. And so it's been a really cool thing to watch as like people from Canada and we had someone from Russia ask me to be on one of their podcasts a couple of weeks ago because they just love Disney and they wanted to help out. And so it's been incredible just to see A, how impactful Disney is and a lot of lives like I knew it was for me growing up but no like it, it's a really big deal all around the world and so it's been really cool to watch just kind of what this tiny little organization has done and how many people we've been able to help because of it I mean Disney is so important I mean I'll give you one case in point the four of us and there's more of us that just aren't on this this episode we're all friends because of Disney we met because of Disney and because of this podcast so yeah. if there's one thing I could thank Disney for is to have is for having these these people in my life so yeah Disney has done more than just create a couple of movies for people i mean it's it's such a, a way of life for a lot of people and it really just brings so much peace and love i feel like you know so it's it's just a blessing to have disney in in our lives and on you know and be a thing so after you started this has this changed your outlook of maybe for the future for yourself like this is pretty involved side project yeah has, has this steered you maybe into a different area than you may have thought so you're not the first to ask me that. I never, before I really, before this came about, I mean, I think I volunteered like average, like a normal person, right? Like if, if something comes up, yeah, I'll jump in and be a part of it, but had really no nonprofit experience. It definitely never started a nonprofit from the ground up. I think I've fallen in love with just like this mission. And I think it's because of my love for Disney and because of my love for the cast members and my fellow fellow team members. But yeah, I mean, I think that I could see this being something I do forever. You know, now hopefully we go back to normal or whatever this new normal looks like and we have to evolve. Like I keep telling people, I want to be put out of business, right? So maybe it doesn't look like us handing out groceries forever, but I think there will be a need in our community for quite a while, quite a while um, past this, just being realistic. And I am excited to be a part of it and we will continue to be open as long as there are cast members in need and people are supporting us. And I am loving every second of it. And people say, aren't you like tired or tired of being busy? And honestly, I'm not because the pantry fills my cup in a way that like work doesn't and work fills my cup in a way that the pantry doesn't right so it's not like I'm working two jobs because they're so different they both bring me joy in two different ways God bless you what are you doing you know hey thanks it's so kind of a part of 
normal. Like Wednesday, yeah. Thursday, pantry, Saturday, we're handing out bags. It's just, just part of the normal. And real quick, before you get out of here, let, let everyone know again where they can find the wish list if they want to donate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I can share the link with you all and you can click into the link and that'll have the Amazon wish list. We have food items that we need on there occasionally. And then we also have the gift cards that we were talking about earlier. And we update that list once every two weeks. Um, so if you don't see someone on there that you're inclined to maybe donate back in a couple of weeks, and chances are maybe you'll be more inclined to donate with the items that are on there then. And also Venmo, you can donate via Venmo. Our username's at CastMemberPantry. Um, and if you're in the Central Florida area and you're looking to volunteer, um, or if you're coming down and you're making a trip down to Disney and you want to spend a couple hours volunteering, we would love to have you. So you can email us for that as well. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, again, thank you so much for what you do. Good luck to you in the future. And again, hopefully you will be out of business with this thing. No, you know, yes, that's the goal. Sorry, not sorry, but yeah, I mean, you know, the, you know, and, or like you said, it evolves into helping another demographic that, that needs the help, you know, cause there'll be somebody that needs help. Like you said. So, so again, thank you so much. Merry Christmas, by the way. Yes, Merry uh, Christmas. Few, you know, and, and guys, make sure you get out there. There's only a few days left to really donate before the holidays, but again, there'll still be a need after the holidays. So don't think just cause Christmas is over, people still need to help. And again, Emily, thank you so much for joining us and giving us a little bit of insight and info to the cast member pantry. Thank you so much again for having me. I would be remiss to not give us a shout out on um, social media. So if you want to follow us on Instagram or on the Facebook, I'm trying to be hip and happen in these days <laughs> so you can find us there um and if you have any questions you can always message us okay guys make sure you do that emily merry christmas thank you so much for joining us merry christmas y'all take care merry bye. Christmas. Bye, merry bye, christmas. bye so i guess let's let's uh let's get into some disney news big steph <laughs> okay uh yeah okay <laughs> there's no hope for this is there okay the Crystal Palace, a very popular eatery in the Magic Kingdom, has now reopened with some noticeable changes. Winnie the Pooh and his friends will no longer be walking through the restaurant and stopping at tables, and instead of a buffet, they are now offering family-style dining. But you can request unlimited refills on select items. It's definitely worth taking some time out of your day to check this out. They will be serving lunch from 11.30 until 2.55 p.m. and then dinner starts at 3 p.m. and goes until an hour before the park closes. I like that five five minute changeover. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. 255 guys, let's get in here. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> so are they saying that well we don't have Winnie Pooh Winnie the Pooh and his friends walk around, but we have some unlimited refills on some things. Is it just for the time being? I would imagine I would think it's temporary. temporary. Yeah, I mean, come on. Most of the stuff that's been going on is going to be temporary because eventually this is going to go away. Not go away, but, it, yeah, you know, yeah. controllable. Gonna, once the vaccine gets in, you're talking a year from now, probably things are going to start going back to normal. So, because I just feel like Crystal Palace is synonymous with Winnie the Pooh, and I, I can't imagine it. I, to be honest, I can't even imagine it not being buffet style, but I guess that's the only way they could really do it. I get, I get not having a buffet in this climate, you know? Yeah. Anybody that walks by every time a cast member walks by and whatever the heck you're eating or drinking, you hold it up. Is this, uh, does this qualify? Can I get a <laughs> yeah, right. this? Or what are we doing? Like, exactly. am I meeting this or am I gonna get more? Yes. Of this you give me a list. <laughs> you know what, too, is it makes me think of as uh, Steph is uh, what kind of cars do Santa's elves drive? Ooh, hmm. seasonally themed. What story. kind of cars do Santa's elves drive? I don't know. Toyotas. <laughs> Toyotas is a Star Wars themed car. One sign right hey, here. You said you wanted a Christmas themed one. Yeah. That's what you get. By the way, I'm, I'm impressed that you did that. I got to say, Gina, I'm noticing your beard is very Christmassy. What the heck? You put on like four pounds on the beard. I'm just, just saying. Actually, it's, this actually gets a lot longer than this. I'm sure it does. I've 
had a, I mean, I'm sure Dan, I think, seen it, and Stephanie, you've seen it longer. But I've never seen it that red. Well, yeah, I have a, it, it's weird. My hair is brown. My beard is red. It's, I don't know. No. Very festive. I, well, it is. So. All right. So, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Disney has announced that Disney's Wilderness Lodge will now be reopening to all guests on June 6th, 2021. The resort will be reopening with newly refurbished rooms for a more modern look. Um, now, which <laughs> rooms are we talking about? Are these the old ones with I'm the Chippendale like, shower and stuff? Well, this doesn't mean they're going to get rid of the Chippendale. They might just be updating some of the stuff just so it's not, you know. True. They might just be refurbishing it a little bit. Just not that, They might not be changing theming. They better not be. Yeah. I, I know you guys love I know you guys love that place. I know a lot of people love yeah. the Wilderness Lodge. Yeah. We yeah. love Chippendale yeah. in the shower. It's so simple and so great. So if you're walking around Disney's Hollywood Studios and find yourself in the mood for a little ice cream I treat. <laughs> always. I am. Yep. You're always right. Yep. Who isn't? At, oh yes, always. Or a drink, then you'll be happy to know that the Hollywood Junction snack cart has now reopened. That's a great snack cart. It is. What did you get there? Excellent. It's top Nothing. five snack cart. Oh. <laughs> Why did you say that? Then? I just said that because oh. it looks cool. Okay. It looks really good. I'm sure everything's wonderful. Wow. As we announced on last week's podcast, Disney started altering on-ride photos by adding a digital mask to any guests not correctly wearing a mask in their picture. Well, now they have announced they will no longer be doing that. And a statement- a week? What? That lasted, what, a week? Yeah, yeah a week. Yeah. Not even, I don't think. All right, God, I'm sorry. I just thought, was like... No, that's okay. I thought it seemed kind of weird. I mean, I was just going to ask you guys what you thought of this, because I had seen this. I had seen, like, a story on it, and I'm like, what the... So weird. But I guess, I guess they don't want to give off the perception that people aren't wearing their masks. That's the only thing I can think that makes any sense to me <laughs> why they would do that. So, of course, as Gene said, oh, man, only a week, because news travels fast. Social media controls things. So mm-hmm. guarantee you get some backlash. Oh, we're going to change that right now. But yeah. I know why they did it. But yeah, I'm sure I thought what well, you guys all thought what I did. I was like, that's kind of silly. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I, yeah. I see why they did it too. I just don't understand why there was even a need for it because everyone knows you have to keep your mask on on the ride. People are getting thrown out. Disney is so strict about people taking off their masks. Yeah. So why is it even a thing that they well, have to do it? Because people opinion. weren't getting their pictures that were wearing their mask because others were in their picture not wearing them. Not wearing them. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. I, and and my question is, what happened that it's taken away? Like, yeah. what's your reasoning behind it? Well, you got, I'll tell, tell us. You. Tell us more. I'll tell you. In a statement to the Washington Post, a Disney spokesperson said, "In response to guests' requests, we tested modifying some ride photos. We are no longer doing this, and continue to expect guests to wear face coverings, except when actively eating or drinking while stationary. The bottom line is that we all need to be responsible and make sure." we are correctly wearing our masks in order to protect ourselves and others. My point exactly. They don't say why. They yeah. say why they initially did it, but why did they stop? I think it's weird. I think they don't want to admit that that it, they got bad backlash on it and yeah. they didn't know another reason other than to say, um, yeah, well, and they just kind of like put you on the merry go round Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just one of those things, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what, Stephanie, that actually makes me think of something. Here it comes. Here comes what? We know. <laughs> I'm just going to why did Santa's helpers feel so sad? There we go. Why did Santa's helpers feel so sad? I don't know. Stephanie, they had low elf esteem. Oh. <laughs> he, looked, he looked at the paper again. He's like, I got to get this right. 
<laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that you're keeping it Christmas theme, though. That's great. Well, Dan told me he was quitting the show if I didn't. Why? Were you not sticking to the uh, holiday theme? No, I was going to, but he said by Christmas time, I want to hear some Christmas Agreed. theme. Agreed. So, Dan, what do you got in the news? Well, if you have some time while at Epcot, I'm sure you do, Gene, then you should head over to the shops at the Germany Pavilion and check out some of the beautiful Christmas tree ornaments that are now available. They have a beautiful Snow White silk ornament that has a hand-finished silk image of Snow White celebrating the holidays for only $22.99. I think it looks like it's kind of that old school kind of spun the outside it kind of feels like fabric it's mm-hmm. that type of thing it, it, that's what it looks yeah. like they also have a tangled ornament featuring a cartoon image of rapunzel with snowflakes for $24.99 or you can even find an ornament that looks like i love this one this is going with my country bears ornament. Yep, yep. the germany pavilion with beautiful designs on the building and even has mickey and minnie singing on a stage on the back of it for $29.99 there are many more beautiful holiday decorations, so definitely check it out. Now, I did see some of these. There was also a Mickey and Minnie gold wreath that features a light-up German village for $21.99, a Mickey heart ornament that features the cutest mouse, which would be Mickey, and Santa hat and Lederhosen <laughs> with a nutcracker on one side with a happy holidays in Germany on the back for $24.99. And, Stephanie? Yes? A grumpy ornament. <gasps> With the Seven Dwarves Cottage and a Spotted Mushroom for $24.99 with Merry Christmas written in German in the back. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I like the, the wreath one. The re- I reason I added it is kind of that old school uh, Disney kind of Christmas the design that they used to use on the Christmas cards, which is cool. I think these are very reasonable prices for these ornaments, by the way. Yeah, I just, okay. Oh, but no. here's Here one little beef I have. Here's the gripe. No, no, not a beef. You say gripe. Get it right. Excuse me. Here's my gripe about these. It's bad enough that we have to only get at least the miniature ones, the attraction ones that I like. Mm -hmm. You can only get them for the most part if you go to the park. Okay. So now I'm going to the park during Christmas because I need to get my ornaments, right? Well, now what if I was already there? Now these just came out. So it's kind of a bummer unless you live in Florida, Joey. Then you can maybe go yep. more often to get these. It's you're just really kind of out of luck, and it's kind of a bummer during the holidays. Great, mm-hmm. and they do that with certain things. I don't know why. Yeah, it's rough. At least if they could be released at the same time early, if you really are going to do that, you can go down and grab. Mm-hmm. It That's- sounds like Dan's kind of hinting that Joey take a road trip tomorrow, being your off from work. That is what he's hinting. I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm actually not. About, but it's something I thought about. You know, that's yeah. a good point. It's a really good. I point. Wish, trust me, I wish we we really want it. We do want to go because. Normally, like Dan said, we're, this is the time of year we're there. So, mm-hmm. you know, not going to very Merry Christmas or, or even going. It's just yeah, been a good you know, that we made. We're usually there on my birthday, which is a couple days ago. And I got to say. Happy birthday. Thank Happy you. Birthday, Happy birthday, Dan. It was a weird feeling. It definitely felt wrong. Like I should. Yeah. What's what's going on? What's wrong? And it was. Yeah. We weren't in Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have some more news, though, Gene. Go ahead. Not just the ornaments that I have. <laughs> if you're visiting Disney's Hollywood Studios during the morning and you find yourself wanting to grab some breakfast, I, I know you would. That's, I'm in there. I'm in. <laughs> then you can now head over to Woody's Lunchbox in Toy Story Land. The quick service location is once again offering limited breakfast options from 8.30 a.m. until 10.30 a.m. So make sure to stop by for the most important meal of the day. I agree. <laughs> 
<laughs> Although I, I always, they always say that the most important I'm, I'm, I'm kind of the, every one of them is the most important. Right. Amen to that. Yeah. Amen to. I like going to Woody's Lunchbox though. Yeah. Woody's Lunchbox. The tachos, right? Oh man. Tachos. And the grilled cheese. Listen, the grilled cheese and tachos. Really... I got to get them every time I go. That's, uh, I love it. Every time we go, I got to get that. Yeah. What's uh, in the tacho? It's, it's tater tots instead of it's nachos. Tater tots, cheese, oh. uh, the sour cream. Uh, I think it's got chili. It's got a whole yep. bunch. Of- so instead of being like with, with nachos, they make it yeah. with tater tots. It's really good. Yum. I didn't know if this was some kind of weird taco and nacho. That's no, like- no, 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 no. It's, it's tater tots and, you know, it's uh, cool. be a nacho. <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> and they give you a lot of them. So it's good. Like the, the It board. is a good size. You're right. Yeah, it's really good. And small portions. I hate that. What's that? I hate small have, like, portions. Oh, yeah. Why bother? Yeah, I don't know, right? I, I hate agree. it, too. I hate small portions. Well, that's the one thing I think we're blessed with Disney dining is they don't really give you small portions. But they, they give you your money's worth with stuff yeah. to the point where it's, like, hard to even eat the dessert. Although I figure out a way oh. to do it. But Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Of well, some new merchandise has arrived at the Aporium at Disney's Magic Kingdom just in time for the winter. Yay! You can find some new Disney-themed throw blankets. I'm a sucker for a good throw blanket, by yes, the way. Yes, he is. That you can cuddle up under during the cold weather. They have a beautiful Beauty and the Beast blanket with the sheet music for Be Our Guest and pink tassels around the edges for only $39.99. And they also have an up-themed blanket with Carl and Ellie on it for $39.99. These are must-haves for any cold Disney fans. <laughs> Especially up here in the north. Yeah. Joey wouldn't need that blanket. No. I'm always no. buying those blankets. Man. Joey only needs blankets so we can lay on the grass and have a picnic with. Right. There you well, go. for a blanket up th- down there. Well, my sunglasses. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, Stephanie, I have one more news item. Yeah. Can you can you give us some music to maybe give the listeners a hint <laughs> of what's coming up? Because you know I love this music. Yeah, do it. <laughs> that, okay, okay. That's right. <laughs> and some very good news. Walt Disney World has officially announced that the electrical water pageant will soon make its return to Seven Seas Lagoon and Bay Lake. Guests staying at Magic Yay. Kingdom area resorts will soon be able to see this nighttime musical processional that fans have loved since 1971. The pageant returns on December 20th, 2020. That's this year. Yep, we're getting it Yay. this year. You can see it from viewing spots along the shore or in guest rooms at these hotels. Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, Disney's Wilderness Lodge, Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground, and Disney's Contemporary Resort. And that all starts its little trail at 8.45 p.m. Finally, Yay! something they're not taking away from us. That's weird. I know, they're bringing it back. And hopefully nope. they're walk the dinosaur. Everybody walk the dinosaur. Yeah. The music is still in that parade. <laughs> I love it. And when the music dies down, you can kind of hear the hum of the boats. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. Does anyone else do this when they're on the monorail, on the resort, you know, monorail going to the parks, especially from the Flor- the Floridian over to the park, you can see where they keep the barges. Like, does anyone, when you're on the monorail, look Yeah, you for- like to look at the uh, behind the scenes stuff. Yes. Like, yeah. Sometimes they're over which is weird because i think they start from the other side but they're over they're on that little stretch of the monorail ride or they used to be anyway last year you could see where they store those 
barges with the screens or whatever they use for this magical parade. Does any, okay, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. Well, no, Does there were, look for they're not there all the time though, because That's someone had wondering. just said this week that it's not exactly a surprise because they started seeing them. <gasps> I can't remember what the location was, but they were, you know, kind of behind the scenes and they had arrived. So it's not something it sounds like that they because they were behind keep those bushes doctor even like in the same spot that you can always see him because why would that person have said hey we we just caught wind of the right you know electrical I know that in the morning super early in the morning at like four or five in the morning or something people have filmed that they have seen them out there making their practice their runs. trial run yeah. Sure. But I like to try to find them behind the bushes when I'm on the monitor. Uh, it goes with everything that she's always trying to find stuff hidden, you know. I respect that, though, man. I want to see that stuff. On yeah. top of the mansion, you Let's, can see a ladder. Okay. Has anyone ever seen that? No. But here's one more that I just thought about, unless you have this one, Gene. What do you got? They took out the mailboxes in the want, Magic Kingdom. I don't want to talk about it. As far as I can see, there's not a reason given and it sounded like for a while they had locked a bunch of them so i don't know if they were planning on it for a while but we we're pretty bummed out i mean we did mail our marriage license yeah i was gonna say you guys have some history with the mailing there and it's just it's a cool old school main street icon yeah. you know it's just i just can't imagine what is it okay is it temporary just because somehow of covid because of covid that's, if that's why then why did it take all these months since march to get rid of them that and what would covid have to do with with mail well my thing is this maybe they were thinking and this is to, to dan what dan said i would think that if it was because of that they would have just kept them locked and called it a day right. until i guess whenever they reopen them so i'm not really sure the reason why they took them out but what gene was asking maybe they're thinking you know because they, there's still a lot they don't know about it so maybe they're thinking people putting stuff in there got covid on the on the letters i, I really don't know it's the only thing i can think of yeah you know? liability of that right so or, or maybe people maybe people were putting other stuff in there that wasn't supposed to be in there and I, I don't so long you know no well i'm not even saying for covid maybe maybe it just got to the point where they were having to clean out maybe people were throwing garbage in there who knows i really don't know I'm, I, I, I don't see any reason to really i like you said if it was something to do due to covid i mean they've been closed reopened stuff already shut down only to reopen then why get rid right. of this now like i don't right it makes no sense to me that's what doesn't make sense and i thought maybe you know the service itself you know to take the letters and whatnot is an expense they just they don't want to have anymore but to what joy said why didn't they just seal them then why why not just leave them there yeah and make it decorative or is it at that point just kind of lame that that's all it is anymore because part of the attraction of it is people can send their letters or postcards from those mailboxes yeah it's such a cool thing for when you like you said for when you're there like you know when you want to send something right from there to to a family member that you know or even to yourself you mail yourself your own postcard mm -hmm. it has like a you know just you have it as a memento yeah. Yeah. it doesn't make any sense to me and you guys like i said you guys have a great story with it, mailing you know with your marriage certificate um, and it's so main street and it's so yeah it really goes in with the town look you know yes oh yeah, it's, it's weird hurting sometimes they do these things and of course you know they don't mention what they do so everyone just kind of starts noticing yeah it's not like they're gonna put out a press release every time they do something you know so it's like it leaves everybody wondering what the heck is going on maybe like the masks they'll be resurfacing yeah. soon yeah. <laughs> yeah hopefully hopefully we'll be reading this next week and it'll be saying something opposite maybe they decided to refurbish them could be but they took them down and said we're not using them we might as well use the time now to redo them i don't know maybe yeah maybe wishful thinking wishful thinking yes so what do you got in the news today joey 
Okay, the Disney's Beach Club Resort has announced they'll be fully reopening on May 30th, uh, 2021. The Beach Club Villas, which I love the, the Beach Club Resort, by the way. The Beach Club Villas were already open for DVC members only uh, since July. But now the resort is accepting uh, bookings for all guests with stay starting on May 30th. I'm sure people will be happy about that. Yeah. It's one of the more popular. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I love that whole area. So, oh, yeah. yeah. It was, that, that thing is outstanding. By the way, we got. Absolutely. The, looks like Sammy's joining us. Oh, is Sammy back in the house? Bringing, oh, she, I didn't even have to ask. I was going to tell her to bring hot chocolate. And she <laughs> That's what I was drinking because oh, it reminded me of you guys. Can I tell you something? <laughs> the fact that you guys are drinking hot chocolate in sunny Miami and you don't need to drink hot chocolate, it's a little disrespectful. Just so you know, he's a little mad, he's a little mad because it's 70 here and he's shoveling ice and snow. And snow. And it's, like, a, it's a tad bit disrespectful, the hot chocolate, when you don't need to. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's okay. like... That's like driving in the HOV lane with one person. <laughs> Listen, when it hits like 50 here, we're like, hey, let's break out the, uh, the fire in the back and do s'mores. It's an excuse. Yeah. Listen, just a little chill. That's all. All right. So guests will have to, to wait a little bit longer if you want to stay at the Disney All-Star Movie Resort. Disney has announced that they will be pushing back the reopening from February 9th, 2021 until March 22nd of 2021. Ouch. Did they say why? No, probably. This is one of the ones they just redid, isn't it? I hope so. No, I thought they, I don't know. It was, I'm telling you. They did the preferred room. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know if you saw pictures, super nice. I was like, like Stephanie just said, I was like, yeah. But (laughs) the way they redid it, it looked really nice. Really? Wooden, wood floors? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was done completely, yeah. But again, she said it was the preferred room, so I don't know how many other rooms they did. Maybe they're still doing it, or they're just like, yeah, we're not reopening this right now. I don't know. Yeah, that might be it too. Maybe they're looking at it like, you know what? We're still not at the full back up the full occupancy. Might as well just do them. Let's get it done. That makes sense. That could very well be it. Next, you can uh, you can now purchase your very own Dianoga puppet from the creature stall at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge for only thirty nine ninety nine. For those of you that are not diehard Star Wars fans, not me, the Dianoga is the creature that attacked Luke Skywalker in the trash compactor in Star Wars: A New Hope. I don't know if you guys remember that. They, they oh, that thing that was in the water. I do. Exactly. In the yeah, in the trash compactor. That even had a name. Well, now you know. Apparently, it did. <laughs> Exactly. Anyway, this is a this is a, a definitely a great gift for any Star Wars fan collector. Of course, so you had to be super diehard to even know. I didn't even know that was the name of this this creature inside. Yeah. It, it's like the snobby Star Wars fans would have been like, "You didn't know that." Like this is you know, there's the snobby Star Wars fans, which is why I want to make sure that I at least pronounce it right. Oh yeah, because they come, they come for you. And I saw that. I'm like, I've never heard of that creature. <laughs> I know it's the only yeah, one I, I know in any of the films. I never, I never knew how to name. Yeah. All right, what else we got, Sam? All right, so for my handbag fans, the new, la- the new line of Winnie the Pooh, Dooney, and Burke bags are now available at the Legends of Hollywood in Disney Hollywood Studios. The collection consists of a Winnie the Pooh tote for $268, the Winnie the Pooh crossbody bag for $198, the Winnie the Pooh such for $268, and the Winnie the Pooh wallet for $158. Stop in and buy yourself or loved one a wonderful Christmas gift. I don't actually own one of these bags, but um, I'm huge into launch flying. <laughs> Clearly, as you can see behind us. And there's way more than even hanging on the wall. We got them all. They haven't had a chance to put them all up yet. Yeah, you, you have a lot of them. How many do you guys have total? Um, it's confidential. <laughs> <laughs> confidential you may have a problem sam i do yeah. but you know what the biggest thing for me or how i get away with it is that i they match our ears so that's my excuse she gets bags and then says oh i gotta get a bag to match these ears so it's a business expense <laughs> exactly and exactly. i say oh well, you know i need it for the park so i can take good pictures mm-hmm. so that's how i i get away with there you it go. got a bag for an outfit at the park multiple each day <laughs> They're actually pretty handy. Just yeah, they're, and they look really cool. I mean, that's, they're, they're so awesome to have in the parks. 
And they're good quality. I really like them. Mm-hmm. I I mean, as soon as I'm using them, I hang them up. They're pretty, they stay in good shape. You do a good job. And I know it's like you'll have a lot of times when you guys have the ears and you guys have the uh, the photos of the ears, you always have the matching bag with it a lot. So I noticed that yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. That's cool. They make a lot of, they make an insane amount of them. They yeah. just like, you don't always just see them on their their site. Sometimes you'll catch them on another website, on like Box Lunch or yeah. You'll see these ones, and you're like, I never seen that. I didn't even know that existed. And if you don't get it, you might as well forget it. You'll never. Someone's see like it. limited. It's like it's like crazy. It's like when you try to buy like Supreme stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you don't buy it that day, you have no. You, that's it. You yeah. have to get a second hand. Okay. So my news: If you're looking for some Disney merchandise, then you'll be happy to know that another shop on Buena Vista Street has opened at Disney's California Adventure. Gone Hollywood has reopened. Uh, so you should definitely buy, stop by and take a look. They have holiday merchandise, and they have quite a few pressed quarter machines around the store, which is a great way to, for you to get a cool souvenir. Uh, also, if you're a fan of the Lizzie McGuire, got some bad news. According to Hillary Duff, who plays Lizzie McGuire, the planned reboot has now been canceled. She didn't give a reason. She just said that, unfortunately, the stars didn't align to get the project done. So they decided to pull the, the plug on it, which is a shame. I know a lot of uh, people that were familiar growing up watching the original Lizzie McGuire, my daughter included, was really looking forward to this new version of a grown-up Lizzie McGuire 30 years later or 20 years later, whatever it would be. So uh, that's that's kind of a bummer. And also, also, some more sad news, uh, very sad news. Um, the man that played Boba Fett in the original Star Wars trilogy, Jeremy Bullock, passed away at 75 years old. So he will be missed. What a shame. It's, it's one of those things that's just sad to see that, you know, especially with Boba Fett just coming back into, into the Star Wars universe and, um, and, the, and the man who, who made him famous and originally passes away. So tough thing to hear. And, and, and so rest in peace. And that's actually going to bring us to our interview for the day. Joining us... From Cast Conversations podcast, we have Jeremy and Phil. How are you guys doing? Doing very good. good yourself. Doing excellent. And and, uh, and 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 your show is fantastic. Thank I you. love it. You always, Thank you. You know, I love how you guys constantly have people from the parks and and actual people like right in the trenches at Disney on your show. It's it's a it's a different take than a lot of other shows. So I really do love that. You know, I appreciate yeah. that. It's a unique sound. So we're actually obviously today. Obviously, we're all talking about the holidays, Christmas, New Year's. So what's your favorite part about the holidays at Disney? I can I can go I can go yeah. um so yeah I've, I've actually been at Disney a couple times over the holidays and uh one of, one of my absolute favorite things is the uh snow on Main Street mm-hmm. walking down Main Street with that coming down all the all the uh decorations up uh there's nothing really like it and along with christmas time i was there also in magic kingdom on new year's eve one year and their their fireworks show on new year's eve is something (laughs) special and the fact that they or at least the year i was there they had the countdown in the fireworks so that was that was really cool to me that they had from 10 to 10 to 1 they had each firework it was pretty cool it was very crowded but it was a fun thing to experience for sure so i think uh phil and i are pretty like-minded the theming in the snow it it just gets me it's so good um walking down main street like phil said it's it's perfection um and i think with any holiday um especially the winter holidays the disney cast members just know and it's even more of a magical time than it is just any other time throughout the year you worked at the parks did you guys work during the holiday seasons at all I, i believe we were both there the same times uh in the spring so 
unfortunately i got there like right after kind of the holidays were winding down i was there over easter but that was like the biggest holiday i was there for Uh, i I think the decorations were still up when i was there because in my training pictures for photo pass i was wearing i I can't believe i was wearing this so we're both from illinois i was wearing coat and pants in florida in like the i accumulated that quickly and i think that the uh nutcrackers were still up but But yeah we we just missed it Mm -hmm. oh that's uh, all right that's a shame that have been that's i feel like that's gotta be like the best time to work there you know seriously yeah being around all that stuff it would be for me i know and if you guys have if you guys haven't heard yet is a besides being a disney fanatic is a christmas fanatic he loves his christmas he's yeah he's got the what do you like like the old school blow molds right the uh that's like his big thing is those things that's really cool (laughs) so guys let's go into some disney traditions or christmas traditions like you know what do you what do you guys love to do around the holidays what means you know the holidays to you guys so my family starts a little early um the day after thanksgiving it's tradition as soon as thanksgiving's over the next day we go and get our christmas tree and there's this restaurant called polka dots where it's a little drive-in uh drive-up diner uh you go in we get cheese fries every year we always get cheese fries <laughs> the best cheese fries i've ever had too uh we go home decorate the tree and just kind of get in the spirit we play music the whole day yeah then we just we just kind of lay low and then the day after christmas we my family always goes to a cabin up north and the the whole family the extended family we all get into this cabin this is going to be a little different this year with covid but i think since i've been in fourth grade we've been going and now i'm a, this is my fifth year in college and so yeah we've been we've been doing this for a while now it's really fun what about you phil yeah for me so a big tradition that my family usually always sticks to is christmas eve usually we go to church at five go to the christmas eve service and then right after that we always uh my family loves to make fondue so we always have a nice uh some sort of cheese fondue and we always watch it's a wonderful life so it's uh, one of my favorite movies never gets old i could watch that movie in july <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's one of those yep. movies that i could watch it whenever so what about disney disney christmas movies what would you say your favorite mm-hmm. disney christmas movie is Ooh, Jeremy? i don't know yeah. shoot phil phil you start off I, for me so i i grew up always watching my sister and i always watched mickey's twice upon a christmas it's got the like like little short stories in mm-hmm. it throughout it uh and the i think it's the very last story in the movie pluto kind of runs away from mickey because he's down in the dumps and it like used to always make me cry i was this is because i'm a big dog person too so i was like oh my god i can't imagine treating my dog so poorly he would like want to run away from me but ending is great they uh pluto ends up or santa ends up bringing pluto back to mickey and uh you just spoiled the whole movie for me i was gonna have to watch it the <laughs> spoiler alert um so oh sorry phil were you done no yeah yeah go okay ahead. i i looked it up because i was like am i missing something i didn't watch any christmas movies for disney growing up i haven't even seen the nightmare before christmas um and that's a it's a bit of a controversy whether it's a halloween or a christmas movie though so it's kind of like it's like one of these things but yeah i haven't seen any of these movies that (laughs) so i'm gonna just say my favorite christmas movie is frozen (laughs) a christmas carol oh is that disney well Well, they have a disney Disney version Yeah, the Mickey's Christmas Oh, I've seen that. Mickey's I've seen Christmas that. Yeah. And, yeah. And, okay. the, and Muppets. Muppets also have a Christmas Carol movie. But what about the Santa Claus? Yeah. Santa that, Claus I mean, is Disney? Yeah. It's yeah, Disney. yeah. Oh, yeah. Disney I, I liked the Santa Claus growing up. I was going to say, you got to have that's, seen that at least, right? That's <laughs> the one where he he is Santa, like the family. Tim Allen. The, Tim Allen. Yeah, Tim Allen. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's right. This cartoon is... Um, 
Pluto's Christmas tree. With the with Chip and Dale. I love Short, that but it's got Chip and Dale on it. I don't know. It's just a good old school thing. And you know mm. which one I watched this weekend that's very mm. bizarre? The Christmas Star. I don't know if you see it. Ed Asner's in it. No. Mm. Is that a Disney it's one? A bizarre kind of story. He's a bank robber and it's about him coming back to get this loot that uh he's been in jail for during you know he's coming during christmas if you get a chance check it out because 1986 action drama you're watching it just going wow this is really weird at times this movie but it's disney (laughs) there you go there you go that's funny opening presents christmas eve christmas morning that's like the big christmas debate what is it Christmas morning for me. Christmas morning, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah what I like you. The, I never asked you. I like the build up. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. I've always, I was always Eve. Where too? Yeah, I was always Eve at night. You know, mm-hmm. as a kid, my wife was a Christmas morning person, so that was a battle that ensued every oh, year. Well, man. so, so at my house, Santa wouldn't wrap presents. We'd come down in the morning, and Santa had just left the presents out under the tree unwrapped. So it was even more of a like. Just it was just in your face Christmas morning. Bam, there it is. No unwrapping, just bam. So yeah, I think I like that intensity. <laughs> Christmas tune. What's your favorite Christmas tune? Ooh, it's a good. One. Ooh, I'm pulling up Spotify for this. Uh, one. Just because I, I I really like Michael Bublé, so mm-hmm. I think I gotta go. What is his version? White Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that. So growing up, my dad always had the, he'd always played the holiday times, the Bare Naked Ladies Christmas mm. album. And I love Do They Know It's Christmas, Do They Know It's Christmas Time, and Old Lang Syne, which is also right. kind of like a but yeah, their song, version. But yeah. I know what you're talking kind about, of a, Old Lang Syne. I love that. Mm-hmm. Did I, did I, I show know. you that or did you I'm not know sure. it? I don't remember, but yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I love that. That one's, you know that one's good. I don't think I've ever heard the version of it. I mean, I know the, I know the song. I just don't think mm-hmm. I've ever heard the Bad Naked Ladies version of it. So, so what, what, what do we? Yeah, how do you guys? It's, it's worth a listen. Cool. So, what do you guys got going on this this New Year's? Anything well, big yet? Anything planned? Me, me I. I know it's hard I now mean, with have, COVID. Yeah, but. I know. Probably just seeing close family, but I, I know I'm really I'm a big into skiing, and so over the holidays, I'd I'd love to go skiing at least somewhere, but don't have anything planned yet, really. You went around. You went around this time last year. Yep. Yeah, I went. Sure, I went to Colorado and was skiing. But yeah, I enjoyed it. What about you? This, this New Year's just laying low. Laying low, uh, getting ready for second semester. Uh, I'm in the home <laughs> stretch now to graduate, and so uh, just trying to put the best foot forward for second semester to get out of here. I need to, I need to move on. I want a job. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, man. Well, listen, we want to thank you guys for stopping by. Of course. Happy holidays. Ooh. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Tell everybody where they can find your podcast. If they have, if they don't already listen, let them know where they can go. Yeah. Head over to um, any pretty much any streaming platform, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Overcast, um, and look up Cast Conversations. We are on Instagram with the same name. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Cast Convo, and we'll pop up. So. Sweet. Guys, check out this show for sure. They have such a unique sound. They get people you get you get Disney right from the horse's mouth. They get people right from the parks and will give you the real the real scoop. So definitely check them out, guys. We love their show. We love having them as friends of the show and being friends of their show. Definitely as soon as you get done with this episode, go check them out. Listen to every show that they have. You're gonna love it. I promise. Thank All right, guys. you. Appreciate that. Thank uh, you. No worry. Jeremy Phil, thank you so much for joining us. And we will we will be in touch. We'll see you soon, brother. Yes, happy holidays. You too. Merry Christmas, yeah. happy new year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right, so that's going to bring us to this week's Disney TV and Movie Minute. With the Disney TV and Movie Minute this week, we have Joey and Sammy doing it. What do we guys? What do we got coming up Christmas Day, guys? Uh, first up, we got Pixar Spark Short Burrow. 
This is a short little film about a young rabbit who embarks on a journey to build the burrow of her dreams, even though she has no idea what she's doing. Instead of revealing her imperfection to her neighbors, she digs her herself deeper and deeper into trouble. And after hitting rock bottom, she learns that there's no shame in asking for help, which of course I'm sure is a lesson we all can learn. It is. It is. <laughs> so this next one I am super excited for. It's Soul. It's about a middle school band teacher named Joe Gardner, who is voiced by Jamie Foxx. He gets the chance of a lifetime to play at the best jazz club in town, but a little misstep takes him from the streets of New York City to the Great Before, which is a fantastical place where new souls go to get their personalities before they go to Earth. Determined to get his life back, Joe teams up with another soul named 22, who's voiced by Tina Fey. While trying to get back, Joe shows 22 what is so great about living, and he learns the answers to some of life's most important questions. I'm so excited for this one. So I've, I've been waiting all year for that one. That's one of the ones I've been wanting to see the more than anything all year with Soul. Uh, the cast is great. Um, there's, okay. there's so many other people that they, didn't, they don't even mention that's in it. Uh, Questlove from uh, The Roots, and now Jimmy Allen's band is in it. Um, there's a bunch of people in it that it, it but it, it and I from what I understand, it's like a real it's a tear, it's a tearjerker. I heard that it's really sad. It's got a it's very heartwarming. So I'm gonna have to have the Kleenex next to me when I watch it on Christmas morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, well, yeah, we're super this, excited. Yeah, I think we're gonna watch it after Christmas. Pixar has been doing lately is really yeah, mm -hmm. really cool in the way they go into deep thought with this type of stuff. It just looks really good. And again, the cast is really good. Um, I'm excited for this one. This is the one I've been waiting for. A lot of people were waiting, you know, for like the longest time for Mulan to come out. This is the one I couldn't wait for them to drop, was this one. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. I, at one point, I was like, "Man, is it even going to happen?" In yeah, I thought they were going to push it back till theaters open. And you know what? You know, or and I'm surprised they didn't do what they did with Mulan, where you had to purchase the, the yes. you know, and they didn't. Thank God. Um, nice little Christmas present for us all to wake up to on Christmas morning. There you go. I will. That's what I'm going to. That's what I'm doing Christmas morning. I'm making myself my breakfast, my cocoa, ramen noodles. Ramen? No, well, not ramen noodles Christmas morning, Joey. Come on. <laughs> but it will be the cheapest cocoa Swiss Miss powder that you can find. <laughs> that's, that's what I like the cheap the cheap Christmas powder and yeah. um, I will be watching Soul Christmas morning oh yeah listen I can't wait we're definitely gonna see it that day for sure we'll yeah, probably watch the next day because with all the oh, yeah. going that's a possibility house. too yeah, see I'll be doing I'll be, I'll be home for Christmas so I can actually just just watch it okay so uh, I'll, I'll be sure to, I'll be sure to give you guys I'll call you guys and let you guys know how it what happens in it oh, <laughs> the same way I didn't want to ruin the ruin the, the, the Mandalorian for Dan, but Dan, Baby Yoda dies. Oh, great. No. I haven't seen it. I'm just teasing. He doesn't die. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, that, that, you, it's the one thing you know about, about the Mandalorian. For as long as that show's on the air, Baby Yoda will be around. Absolutely. That's true. Whenever he, whenever he gets into even a little bit of trouble, I'm like, you know what? It'll be fine because they're not killing him off. They're not doing anything with that thing. Is, is, he, is it worth, is he that great, Baby Yoda? You didn't even, you didn't even see the first season yet? No. Oh, you gotta God, see! No, I, I think you'd love it, Steph. I think you'd love it. Oh, I think I will too. I, I want to see it. I mean to, but and you can binge watch now because you it, completely yeah. Haven't. Yeah, because yeah. as of as of um, last Friday, it was the season finale. So yeah, it's you know it's the first two seasons are all up, and I know I've told this story before, but that's why my wife likes Star Wars now is because of Baby Yoda. She happened to just watch the first episode with me, not really paying attention, but caught that last 30 seconds of Baby Yoda and fell instantly in love with the series. And then she, to the point where now she doesn't miss an episode and she's watched every single Star Wars movie solely based on Baby Yoda, which I won't give it away, but this year gets his name. We finally find out what his name is. So yeah, exactly. I won't, get, I, I won't give it away. No spoilers. We nope. said it last week or last time we did it. Oh, did we? I didn't you know. I thought you, and that's why I thought you were caught up. I really didn't know, Dan. We were talking about it. Like that, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In fact, I think it was spelt wrong and you actually called it. You caught it. Yeah, yeah I did. caught that. Huh? Right. 
Yeah, you're right. All right, so what else we got coming out on Disney Plus this week? Okay, for our last movie, we've got uh, Max Keeble's Big Move, which is about after uh, a bad first day of school, a much-bullied seventh grader named Max Keeble finds out that he'll be moving to a new city in a week. He then starts getting revenge on all the people who've been picking on him. Sounds good. It does. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, of course, after creating all the chaos, uh, Max learns that he will not be moving after all. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's going to bring us to this week's Disney Dollar Game. And joining us today is Paula. How are you doing, Paula? Very good. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Oh, we're excited to have you. And where are you from? Why do you love Disney? I'm from California. And I love Disney because, because I've seen it since I was a little kid. And I love the princesses. I love all the characters. Stitch is my favorite character. Now, you do uh, you normally go to Disneyland, I'm assuming, right? You're out in California. Yeah. It's very close to me. It's like two hours away. So, yeah. I, I go very often. Like every Christmas, every summer. Mm-hmm. Have you been to Disney World yet? No, I haven't. Well, you got to make no, it out there eventually. It's on my bucket list. <laughs> oh, awesome. Okay, so uh, we'll go through the rules real quick. There's 10 questions. You answer each question until you get one wrong. So if you get the first question correctly, you move on to question two. Get the second question correctly, you move on to question three, so on and so forth. When you get to question 10, if you get that one correctly, you win a $25 Disney gift card. First incorrect answer or first non-answer before the buzzer, and it's game over. So you, th- you got it? Yeah, I got it. You feel confident? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I know my <laughs> Disney. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start in just a moment. Let me get the, the well, let's get the timer set. And the, the clock starts after I read the question, okay? So then you have 10 seconds. Okay. So first question is, who is Minnie Mouse's boyfriend? Mickey Mouse. All right. There you go. So that was easy, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. I, right. I, I kind of second guesses myself a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> See, they're easy. Second question. They, they will get harder. All right. But you ready for the second okay. question? All right, second question is, what color are Mickey Mouse's shorts? Red. All right. <laughs> question number three, what are the names of Donald Duck's three nephews? Oh, my God. Um, Peter, maybe? Pablo, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Babla>, something? <laughs> I really don't know. There are three, but don't know the Huey, names. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I watched it in Spanish sometimes, but uh, <laughs> I don't know the names. I'm so sorry. Well, we enjoyed having you on. Thank you for playing. Yeah. And, I'm glad uh, that I get to answer at least one question. <laughs> well, you did get, you got two of them, even better. <laughs> yeah. So, don't feel bad. This is a hard game and it gets, you know, the questions get hard as they go. You know what? When we, when we do, we'll have you on again sometime. And you know, there's other ways to win money on the show. You got the, uh, every month we give a $150 giveaway. We have the, the, the sponsorship prizes every week, too. So just stay tuned. You'll have other ways to win. And you know what? When we start recasting for the next set of Disney dollar games, we'll bring you on again, okay? That's amazing. I had so much fun. Uh, thank you for joining us. Mm-hmm. And thank you for listening. Goodbye. Okay, so that's going to bring us to this week's Topic Talk. And this week, we're going to discuss our favorite Disney Christmas movies. Uh, Dan and Steph, why don't you guys go first? What, uh, do you guys have the same movie or we got two separate movies? We have two separate movies. I like Noelle. I do, too. With Anna Kendrick. I love her. Bill Hader. I do, too. I love her. She's so adorable. So adorable. I just, I really liked this movie. I mean, I love Shirley MacLaine. Oh, she's great, yeah. I, uh, right? I love think, her. yeah, I think it's, you know, it's, it's cheesy, but I think because of 
her, she really sells that movie because she's kind of that character, mm-hmm. yes. you know, in real life. And so I just really believe it. I, we watched it for the set. Well, you saw it for the first time this year, but it was my second. I, I would watch it every year. Yeah, it came out in 2019, came out last year. I missed it the first time, but I'm really glad I watched it. I loved it. This brings me to my grape. Oh, no. Okay, here's the How thing. you have a grape with that with It's that not movie. with the movie. It's so cute. It's, it's not with the movie. My gripe has always been that I feel Disney, outside of a couple big ones, really drops the ball with Christmas movies. Because if you look right now at, at like Disney Plus, you can't really count all those Christmas movies because they weren't Disney movies. Good point. Like Home Alone's on there. That wasn't. That's not a Disney movie. You're right. They acquired it, but it's not Disney. So when you really go through the list of Disney Christmas movies, mm-hmm. it's pretty weak to be honest. And so this Noel coming out last year, I feel is a real good step in the right direction. I I think they could easily create some new classics. You know, it's always like kind of my gripe about Halloween. Mm -hmm. It's always like Santa pause, like, really kitty yeah. and that's great they got that covered but let's let's make some other ones that are a little more you know and i'm surprised they didn't i, I kind of thought for sure disney, with disney plus they would have had something this year that would have been new i felt like yeah. you know when you when you're a streaming service because you see netflix doing it now where every year they're going to come out with something new a new christmas movie hulu had a couple of christmas movies this year they all they all dropped i feel like a couple each and disney yeah. plus that was maybe and it's a good gripe. maybe i have that gripe too dan is disney plus i felt like they didn't i kind of just assumed they would drop something something this year for christmas Christmas mm-hmm. and yeah. it kind of just came and went with nothing really just yeah. like you said a lot of the stuff they have on there isn't even really theirs they just acquired it over the years over yeah. the you know when they as they take over different studios so um very good point and uh, yeah like it's it's true they dropped the oh. star wars holiday one that one was pretty good that yeah, yeah that actually you know what i stay corrected that was and it was actually funny but it yeah. i'm very entertaining. Yeah, I'm, but I'm talking about more or less the like that traditional, like a tradition, like like a Noel, like something that where it's yeah. like I look at Star Wars as a special. Yeah, yeah. You know, not yeah. Yes. So my movie is actually Small One. Do you remember that? No, I don't. Seventies, and it's uh, about the the donkey that gets old. He's he's smaller than the the other donkeys, but he gets old, and his dad is making the little boy sell him. Oh my gosh. And he ends up being the, and the boy wants to find the right owner. The, some of these guys want to use him for his hide. I mean, it's <gasps> somewhat troubling. Oh my gosh. But uh, he ends up being the donkey that carries Mary <gasps> to the nativity scene. Oh, yeah. I never see. What is it called? Small one. Small it's on one. Disney Plus. Of I got to check it out. I, it's only I, like a half hour, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like a better drummer boy. Like drummer boy, mm-hmm. little drummer boy is the Rankin Bass one, which who I love Rankin Bass is, is slightly weird episode, but this is really cool. I would definitely check it out. But that the little drummer boy has a Disney tie, like I kept telling you, Don't. is the two of the main characters in the little drummer boy in that original one is voiced by Paul Fries, Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was probably a special, it's probably like a network special at one point, but maybe like a Disney, um, Wonderful World of Disney special at one point during the holiday season. The sweet half hour. in the beginning, the old sweet school Disney fonts. Yeah. fonts, and it's only like a half hour, so. Yeah, that sounds, I like those kind of more serious. Oh, I might actually watch that tonight when I get done. So, what about you guys? First, you can go ahead. Okay, so for my favorite, I picked Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Mm. So, the reason why I picked this one is because 
it reminds me of Aiden when he was little because he went six months watching this movie every <laughs> single <laughs> Luckily, it's, it's, you know, when you, it's about an hour and 10 minutes and it has three little segments. Yeah. But that boy watched it every day for six months. Ooh. So now that he's a big boy, he no longer watches this. So I like, this is my favorite movie. Yes. Which, uh, I always get the once upon, twice upon confused. Which one's once? The once has... Skating? It has the Donald Duck where it's stuck on Christmas, where the kid... the, the Groundhog's Day. Wishing that it was yeah. the 25th. Every day. Every day. So it's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah. And then the second one is Goofy and Max. It's, it's the part where Pete tells Max that there's no Santa. <gasps> <laughs> What? <laughs> he's devastated and Goofy tries his hardest to, sh to show him that there is a Santa. Yeah. And the last one is the Mickey and Minnie one where Mickey sells his harmonica to get Minnie a necklace and she sells her little heart pendant watch to buy him a harmonica box. Kind of like Emma. Yes. Putting the hole in the wash tub. Yep. Wasn't that also the, the gift of the Magi? Wasn't that based on that? Is that the hairbrush one? Yep. Yes. I just yeah. watched the Twice Upon then. Cause yeah, the Twice Upon is ones where it's the three. Because the, the Once Upon is where it was literally hand-drawn. And then Twice Upon was when they started doing the 3D. Yeah. Then I've seen the Twice Upon. Yeah, I like I've the Once it. better. Twice Upon right. has the Daisy and Minnie when they're yeah. ice skating. And then, of course, you got, you know, you got the... Max Louis, the Lost Key. That's right. an awesome one. Narrating. So he's got the, the voice in the beginning. So it's actually good. But yeah. So it's my favorite because it, it reminds me of when Aiden was little. Yeah. So what do you got, Joey? Man, this was so hard. Because Christmas movies are some of my favorites. There was just so many. Um, but if I had to take one, I, I'm probably going to go with a Christmas Carol, the Jim Carrey one. Oh. Yeah. And I know we talked about that. I just, I know we were talking about it. Aiden obviously was a little bit put off for it because of, I guess, it, it, it seems like it's a more serious. It's maybe, a creepier. It is a little darker. bit. I think, that's what, I think that's what I like about it. I love Jim Carrey. He does such an amazing uh, performance in this. The way, obviously, the animation is like, at the time, was, you know, latest and greatest. Mm -hmm. but just the way they portrayed everything, you know, Christmas present, future past and the way that um man it was just really good i just like the way they did rob uh, rob, uh cratchit and tiny tim and just the way i don't know that movie i could watch it over and over and over i love it just the way it's done so great and cast, yeah, too. i don't mind yeah great cast I, I don't mind it being a little more serious a little more darker um, i remember it was amazing to see in the theater mm -hmm. which does more justice i think than just seeing at home because it was just the big sets that they had regarding with him flying through you know in a lot of the uh the areas and stuff like that where he ends up being tiny small and the horses are coming down on him and it's like it was very um almost headless horseman like type yeah. so so there was a couple scenes in there that i really that really stuck out to me but yeah that's probably my top one and there's it's hard because there's a lot of them i think that's where you miss out going to the theater on movies like that that are darker because in a theater you know you're totally in the dark and it's just yes. it's easier to see mm -hmm. it's just and you feel the thunder when you feel thunder and stuff like that the, the rumble in the, yeah, uh, you, yeah you could feel the speakers yeah. 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 And again, that's, that's, um, you know, Gary Oldman, Colin Firth, I forget who else is in it, but, uh, besides, yeah, I mean, Jim Carrey plays a couple of the roles. Yeah, of course. You know, and it's, that's just, it's, it's, it's fun. And at the same time, it's, it's more of a grown, it is. It's more of a grown up Disney film. You know, like, 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 I know when my kids seen it, they were, they were younger. I forget what year it came out now at this point, but I know they were younger. And I didn't even go, they went to the theater themselves with their mother and, um, some of their friends. And yeah. I, mean, I didn't think none of it. They came home and they were like, no, it's actually kind of scary. They was, they were, it was, they found it kind of, kind of scary. It's like Aiden. So it, um, it definitely has that dark, 
more for like I think an older, more grown. Exactly. I think it was oh nine. No. Yeah. About that maybe oh seven. That late even. Yeah, it was oh nine. I was right. Oh nine. Yeah. So my kids were like nine and seven. So like Aiden's age. Yeah. Right. Because Aiden's seven. So exactly. They had um yeah they had a ton of was the cast. There was so many people in that movie. Yeah, they had a good cast. I, I Jim Carrey obviously was such a huge part of it. So that's why I think a lot of guys get overlooked. But he did it was, like it was like ten characters in that movie. <laughs> Looking yeah. now, I'm like God, he did so many. He did the Ghost of Christmas Past. Scrooge is a young boy. Scrooge is a teenage boy. Scrooge is a young man. <laughs> ghost of Present and Ghost of Future. We have yet to come. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Oh, he did the Ghost. Of the, the he did the Ghost of the Past. Christmas yes. Past. The Flame. The Candle. Yeah, oh, I didn't way, realize that one was really creepy. Yeah. Just locked like, and stuff, and then yeah, it was like it was like a, almost like a whisper, like an eerie whisper. Yeah. But I didn't know that was Jim Carrey that played that. That's what I'm saying. I've got to see this now. Yeah, it's <sighs> definitely it's it's definitely worth a watch. And I, again, it's it's like Joey like Joey and Sam said like I couldn't understand where, where it was dark for Aiden because like I said my kids were the same age when they seen it the first time they saw it in theaters yeah. and they came home like that was was creepy so um it's definitely I think more for where I mean a kid can watch it don't get me wrong yeah I, more for I think I think they made that more for like to give it almost the more serious factor I think more of the Charles Dickens version you know yeah, it's definitely adultish I mean I was surprised that he was scared because he was. He's so into like Jason and Freddie and he watched um, Meg. Oh, the Shark Meg. Yeah, and he, he loved it. So I, I figured maybe he would like it, but no, he, he didn't like it. <laughs> it, might have, it you know what it is too? It might have just caught him off guard. Maybe he wasn't expecting it. And all of a sudden it's like, wait a second. No, I definitely caught him off guard. So, he, yeah, you don't think of it. You think it's Christmas. You think it's going to be, you know. And also seeing animation, he just associates animation with, you know, kid stuff more like it. Yeah. Oh, neat speeds in the house. Oh, he's just annoying he's been... right now. No, sorry. Right. Getting into everything. Dan, Dan, Dan told me the other day he was calling Needs Peds Gene the other day. I called him he Gene was? the other day by accident. I go, Gene, not get, I mean, Needs. Oh. <laughs> He's a good cat. All right, so Gene. For me, I kind of got a, it's kind of a combo. And the reason why I, I do this combo is when I was a kid is I remember Mickey's Christmas Carol. And whenever they would play Mickey's Christmas Carol, they always had a couple of the other cartoons with it that would always play on the same thing. So they had Pluto's Christmas tree also. So I, it, mine's kind of a combo, Pluto's Christmas tree and Mickey's Christmas Carol, just because when I was a kid, that's how they that's how they showed it on TV. It would be the full hour, maybe even two hours, and it would be both of them. And they would even play a couple other ones too, but those are the two that stand out. Obviously, I, I love Christmas tree. That's right. Too is you never really see Chip and Dale really get any mainstream love sometimes, and this was their yeah. mainstream love, and right. so it's really get to seem like be like the main characters. Unless it's something for them, it's usually don't see them that often in anything in like a in a major Disney production. Yeah. So um, it was just kind of a cool thing, and, and Pluto going nuts with the tree, and then them you know mm-hmm. causing all sorts of havoc that they that, that they cause. You know, I'm maybe not as big of a Chip and Dale fan as, as Dan, let's say, but you know, I love Chip and Dale all the same. And again, again you don't get to see them that often in things. So this was kind of like the time for them to be kind of front and center with Mickey and Pluto and, and whatnot. And then with uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol, to me, you know, I love all the versions of the Christmas Carol. I love the same one Joey, Joey talked about. This was just one of those ones that just brings me back to when I was a kid and waiting all year round for those holiday specials that it seems like now they don't play them the same way. Like almost like, you know, everything's different now when we were kids. Like the, then they had the whole day on Saturdays was cartoons. Now it's no cartoons on Saturdays. But back then they went about the week before Christmas, two weeks before Christmas is when they would start doing all the specials on CBS, NBC, ABC. 
And every other night there'd be a different, another channel would have a, a lineup of a couple of specials and you would wait all year. And back then they didn't have DVRs. I would have to use my little VHS and I would tape them. So that way I could watch them at any other time I wanted to watch them. But um, and you'd wait all year round for the Charlie Brown one and the Frosty and the Rankin uh, Bass ones, as Dan was saying earlier. But again, when it came to Disney, that Christmas Carol, Mickey's Christmas Carol, it was it for me. That was, that was the one as a kid that I couldn't wait the most for all year to see. It just doesn't feel right if I watch one without the other. <laughs> so I kind of got to watch them back to back, you know? I forgot about that, that those were together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they also had the other one, too, that wasn't really about Christmas, but it was the one where Donald was arguing with his, his nephews, who he doing Louie, and they were having like a prank battle back and forth. And I remember there was, they, had, they had the ice forts. I don't know if you guys remember this one, and they were shooting back like fire into the ice fort, melting his ice fort. So <laughs> there was that. That was another one that was on, on that on that grouping of, of, of uh, cartoon specials. It's Christmas. But yeah, those, those are my two favorite. You know, I, I can't imagine a Christmas going by and not seeing Mickey's Christmas Carol five or six times. That has such and, a good look to it, too, that Mickey's Christmas Carol the graphic. Mm-hmm. Look in that is... It looks good. Yeah. Really good color and the old school kind of design, but it just, they all just look so good in that. And, and again, it's, it's so timeless. I mean, the story itself is timeless because they'll remake that movie every year till till the end of time you know with a different something you know different people yeah. but yeah like to me that's it's so synonymous with christmas is mickey's yeah. christmas carol um and it just shows how good of a story it is that they disney's actually put out multiple versions of a christmas carol you know you have like i said the, the you have the one that's with jim carrey that's maybe for a little bit of the older kids and, and grown-ups and then you got the one that's mickey's christmas carol which mm-hmm. is for everybody i think it's you were you watched it as a kid and as a grown-up now i watch it like a, as a grown-up to me that's that's my favorite along with mickey i mean with pluto's christmas tree so i like that one though pluto's christmas I mean, I know it was only like a 15, 20 minute thing. It was a short, it was a short one, but like I said, you don't really, you never really got to see Chip and Dale that often with Mickey and with Pluto. And so it was kind of, it was kind of cool to actually have them, you know, in that same universe, you know, it's, they're almost so like they're rescue rangers and it's like they put off to the side, but that gave them kind of like right in a big Christmas special, put them with right with everybody else, you know, and it's, and be honest with you, when I think Chip and Dale, that's what I actually, I go to that before I even go to rescue rangers. To me, that's. Yeah, me too. With, with, with Chip and Dale is, is uh, the Pluto's Christmas tree. So yeah, yeah was, was, uh, the whole light bulb they're in the tree oh, and for that. no reason he's just turning it on. And, he's, and he, he's on Pluto's nose at that point. And he twists Pluto's nose. So yeah, they were they were great. That's a good story to it, or a good like a good meaning to it. Yes, yes, definitely, uh, definitely good meaning, and just get you in the Christmas mood. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, it, it's hard to pick these movies. There's so many of them. Yeah, and, and and again, I think that there's not even there's so many of them, but they're all so good. I mean, I really ask you to try to find a bad Disney Christmas themed movie, or you know, Disney, Disney Christmas themed movie. I mean, there's really not a bad one. I mean, we are all right. If we were trying to do a, a top yeah. one, we were all right. You know, so it, it, it's hard to find a bad one. You what know? I watched last night for the first time is "Twas the Night." It's a Christmas movie on Disney Plus from the Disney Channel with Brian Cranston. Yeah, yeah. young Brian Cranston. Yep. Pre, you're, pre Walter you're White. He did that movie. A lot of Disney, uh, uh, just Christmas movies in general this year. So I'm trying to say we've seen so many, like the the Christmas Chronicles. What is Christmas Chronicles? Good. They got a sequel coming out too of that. Yeah, I saw. It. It was I good. love that, but we haven't watched the second one. Yeah, yet. we haven't seen it. Was, it was it was on par with the first one. Yeah, he just, he's he was great. Douglas I didn't I didn't see the second one. I heard Goldie Hawn's in the second one a lot more than the first one though, because she only makes yeah. a cameo in the first one. Exactly, but he's he's great as Santa Claus. Just the way I think so too. Yeah. Kurt Russell's just a cool dude in general, man. Yeah. Oh, so cool! I like both of them a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know, the um, and I know, and I have. I'm surprised I haven't seen it because usually it's around Christmas time. The Family Man. You know what? You're right. I haven't seen it yet this year either. That is one of my favorite movies. It, that's another one that's kind of a tearjerker. Yeah, it is so good. Family Man. Yeah, 
with uh, Nicolas Cage and Taylor Leone. They come along and show him a glimpse of what his life would be if he didn't separate from his original college girlfriend and he didn't go like it just shows his life of what it would have looked like and it's funny because showing him going to being this rich powerful guy to just being a guy that works down at the time and him adjusting to that it's a real tearjerker but man is it a good movie oh that's it's so good Wait, have you ever seen really good. Yeah, i've always been a big fan of taylor yeah. Great. yeah, yeah. Great. They're just that's a great movie with uh, don Cheadle, i believe is the angel in that is he an angel i guess oh, he's an angel right don oh, Cheadle. Who's the best so, friend? Really funny. Oh, um, Jeremy Piven. Yeah, he's great. From, uh, from Entourage. Yeah, he's great in that movie. Yeah, he's good in it too. Yeah, that, it's a good cast. Very, it, it, very. It, if you're a Jeremy Piven fan and you see him in Entourage, way different of a character than he is in Entourage. Oh, but um, yeah, so uh, yeah, I think Jeremy Piven, a very underrated actor. He's done so many, but, uh, but yeah, Family Man is one of those, I kind of even forgot about it. I didn't see it anywhere this year. I don't, I don't know, know if it's been on. And it's usually on all the time. It's a yeah, Christmas. It's, it's a Christmas. It's really a Christmas movie. I don't, that's another one where some people I don't think realize it, but no, that's a Christmas movie. It takes place during Christmas. It's kind of got like a cool message. It's yeah, great. I like that. I want to see this. Very good. Yeah, Nick Cage. It's good. Okay, so that's going to do it for this week's episode, guys. We want to send a special thanks to Phil and Jeremy of Cast Conversations for stopping by this week. We also want to thank this week's sponsor, Macy Makes Magic. And also we want to thank Emily from um, the Cast Members Pantry. Uh, guys, remember, just uh, definitely if you have some some opportunity to try to go on that wish list on Amazon and and uh, see if you can send something over to help a lot of the cast members. A lot of the guys that, that make our vacations what they are are hurting right now and they could use our help. So make sure you get over there and, and try to help if you can. And again, remember, this is going to be our last episode till the new year. We won't be back until January 11th. So we want to say, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Yeah, it's going to, it's going to, you know, I won't see you guys for a few, for a few weeks now. So it's sad, you know, and I just, I feel like I just seen Sam for the first time and like, it feels like forever, you know, <laughs> but yeah, so we won't be back. We're back again, January 11th. So anyway, so Dan, Stephanie, my best of the Midwesterners. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Now for Good the- to- for the last time, I get to say, oh. have a very merry, rip-roaring day. Yeah. And New Year. And, and New Year. And rip-roaring See, <laughs> New you Year. can use it into the New Year. <laughs> you can use it again, Dan. Yeah, no, I'll use it again. It's just not the very merry. Oh, yeah. Rip-roaring. yeah. Until, until December 2021. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, so let's also say adios to Sammy in sunny Miami. Ooh. If you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> I personally think warm weather stinks. Yeah. <laughs> it would be nice for a little cool weather, you know, for the holidays. What's cool to you? What's cool weather to you, Sam? I want to know. I can do 60 or 50. Oh, oh, oh she can do 60 or 50. <laughs> I could do, do 60 or 50. I'm willing to slum it and do the 50s. Oh, my gosh. We're happy that it's 27 degrees. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Wow. At, at, at 27 degrees, the hypothermia doesn't set in quite as fast. So exactly. we'll see. We'll take exactly. that. Yeah, I don't know what it is here. It's like 30, I think 30 degrees right now. So. Oh, my God. Oh, that's nice. Could you imagine what that's like, Sam? I, I'm not ready for it. I, I mean, I, I left Jersey when I was eight. I was going to say, yeah, it's been a long time for you. you. I know you're from the Northeast originally, but it's like it doesn't even it, it doesn't even register anymore, I'm sure. No. You both are. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Steph, too. Steph's a Jersey girl. Yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah, I so. Yeah. I didn't live there long. We moved to Minnesota when I was really, really young. But um, we went back every year and we always felt I would like up until I was about like 10 or 12, just always said I was from Jersey. Because that's just my family. was We were just more Jersey people. people. I think you've said the term before. You could take uh, the girl out of Jersey, but you can't take the Jersey out of the girl. Exactly. That's true. And when you said it back then, did you say Jersey or did you say Joyzy? Well, now I say Jersey. But then 
anything in Minnesota. <laughs> but yeah, I used to have an accent, but now I have a Minnesota accent. You do have a Minnesota accent. I know it's terrible. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Oh. And so let's say good night to Joey. Thank you for joining us this week, Joey. Uh, thank you for having me again. I'm glad to be to be back. I know it's been a couple weeks since I've been here, but I do want to wish everybody Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that good stuff. May everybody get to spend time with their family. I know, especially with the crazy year that we've had, COVID and everything. I know not everybody's going to be uh, be able to get together. So yeah, it'll be a tough year this year. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, but, um, but yeah, but, and we'll see you guys right after the holiday. We'll be back together again right after the holidays. We'll be uh, we'll be, our next episode will be on January 11th. So hopefully we'll all be back for that. Episode. I think Shocky will be back by then as well. She's away so um, for the last few weeks, but I think believe she'll be back then. And I think also joining us by then will be Angelique. We'll be done with the school, so she could be back on some episodes instead of wasting her time with college. <laughs> Schools for fools. Waste. <laughs> this is worth that. So anyway, so again, guys, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. We will see you. In a couple weeks, a couple short weeks. Guys, have a great today, a better tomorrow, and we will see you next year.